This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Remember, if you can't be with us for the live Kelly and Company show at 2 p.m. Eastern or at, uh, of course, at 5 p.m. for the repeat, check out the Kelly and Company podcast where you can listen to the show in its complete form. We throw in an audio vanity card when we uh, produce that and make that available to you after the live show, as well as you can listen to the show in segment form. Maybe you have a contributor that you heard and you want to hear that segment again or a special guest. Uh, please just simply subscribe to your favorite Kelly and Company show and use your favorite podcast platform. Ramya Muthan over there. I'm Kelly McDonald. Here we are back with the next segment here on Kelly and Company. That's right. And we're checking with a lot of different people today, Kells. Right now we're checking in with award-winning sketch comedian and popular TikToker, Laura Ramoso, because we want to learn about her new live comedy special that gets underway on Thursday. That's like uh, just in a couple of days. Laura, welcome to Kelly and Company. Hi, thanks so much for having me. Looking forward to talking to you and uh, learning about your upcoming event. So first of all, how do you feel uh, as your show gets underway in just a couple of days? Oh, um, you know, I heard you introduce the segment and I heard you say which, uh, I heard you say that it opens on Thursday, which is just in a couple of days and my heart just <laughs> <laughs> dropped. I mean, I yeah. know that it's been coming, but it's, it's really crazy to hear to hear that, and it's finally here, and I'm excited, honestly. I'm excited. Okay, that's awesome. Laura, tell me, I'm curious about when we talk about TikTok, we talk about different platforms nowadays that, you know, years back, it wasn't necessarily the way people either got discovered or could utilize to market themselves in so many different ways and instantaneously rocket up there. Um, can you talk a little bit about that that online presence and what it's done for you and people knowing all about what you're doing and how you curtail your, your performance or what you post out there um, on TikTok? Yeah, great question. Um, well, uh, I know that uh, I think overall many people can kind of rag on TikTok because, you know, social media does, has, does have its negative side. Um, but I will say TikTok and Instagram and the ability to get content out there without permission from say a network or or uh, a service um it has really it, it, well for me it changed my career it, it it gave me the ability to be a comedian full-time um because uh yeah I just created I started making videos and got better and better and then it's people seem to like them so now it's my full-time job um so I would have never had that um at least in this sort of way had it not been for these online platforms and creativity is interesting because whether you're a writer, whether you're writing your content and then performing it, you, you, you can get those moments where, boy, I'm really not feeling it today. I don't really. But when you feel it, it could just pour out of you and you could be making literally video after video because you're inspired. Without any kind of holdup, I'm not sure. I think we lost you. Let's see if we get you back there, Laura. Mm-hmm. Um. But that is one of the powerful things I think about, you know, you get those moments where you have to sit down and write or create, whether it's a song or whatever, and you're not feeling it. You just, it won't come to you. 
Um, so then when you're sitting there working on something like that for hours, and then all of a sudden you get, ah, here we go. We've got Laura back. Laura, I was just saying that it must be really interesting because we all get those times where our creativity juices just dry up and you're sitting there. I have to create something. I need to turn out something here. But when you look at something like TikTok or another medium where, like you say, I don't have to get permission. I feel it today. I, you could crank out video after video. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you can kind of do it um, whenever you feel like it or whenever feels good. And um you know, sometimes you get that pressure of, I haven't put out a video in maybe a week. And I know some people feel it on on the daily, even because social media can move so fast, right. but it's important to just, it is important to remember that, um, if you're rushing, um, to get content out there, then it might not be the quality and level that you want it to be. And you, you know, I always remind myself I'm playing the long game and I just want to make sure that every video I put out there is, um, to the quality that I, that I, that I want it to be. So yeah, I do have that control of sometimes not posting and sometimes posting a lot. Yeah. It's interesting too, because people have such different, um, ways of consuming, you know, content, right? You can watch things in long form and short form and in TikTok is it's just scroll, scroll, scroll. So it's quite interesting how comedy, uh, like the, the way that we, interact and engage with comedy on TikTok feels very different than something like watching a whole Netflix special, right? So your style is very satirical um, online, which is really interesting. There's characters like German mom, Italian dad. Can you tell us a little bit about what you find uh, fun about doing this kind of comedy? Oh, um, well, my personal... uh favorite brand of comedy is to observe something real in the world, like um, a behavior or a person that maybe I see on the street or something that I find endearing or charming and um, just yep. explode it to the point of satire. That is definitely the kind of content I love to make. And yeah, you nailed it on the head. I mean, you see it on my page. It's, it's all I do really is observational humor that I blow up into satire. Wow. Um, it brings me a lot of joy. So with that joy that you are able to share with us, can you tell us what goes into creating that kind of of comedy, whether it be for the online or just anything that you do with it when you have observed that person and you take it back, that fascination, curiosity, and exploit it? <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll essentially, I'll, I'll think of a truth um, or I'll observe a truth that, that might be relatable. And then I, I go to the drawing board and I think, in what scenario or through what character could I showcase this observation? Right. And then I think, how do I escalate that? In what, in what way does it escalate through the character or does the situation get crazier or weirder or, you know, et cetera. And then I try to find um, the next, go to the next level, kind of the next level joke, just so that I could be a little bit more original um, and uh, really surprise of the viewers with, with my take, with my take on where it goes. Um, so yeah, it definitely goes from the nugget of truth into just the explosion of <laughs> satire and into what the video ends up being. Which is fun, right? And you got to do that in such a, or at least a pretty uh, small time frame to, to get that laugh across or the punchline or the performance. Totally. And, you know, when I first started making videos, I thought that the 30 second to 60 second time limit on these, you know, TikToks and reels yeah. was a limiting um, because I was like, well, actually, I have so much more to say. But over mm. time, as I've learned, 
actually the best videos, or at least the ones that I find success with, are the ones that sit at this 36 to 42 second mark. And to get down to the, that point can sometimes be hard because, you know, you've kind of got to kill your darlings and, you know, cut mm-hmm. things that maybe you wanted in there. <laughs> yes. But overall, in the, in the long run, it actually makes a better video. Um, so the limit, what I thought was limiting actually makes it, makes it better. With Do you the, um? Oh, you go ahead, Ron. Oh, okay. Do you check out because you know the style that you're talking about is uh, prevalent for any of us who find this kind of stuff funny on TikTok, and and obviously the algorithm does its thing. But um, do you scroll through others who do similar styles of comedy on TikTok for inspiration, or when you feel like, what do I do next, or do you have like a backlog of ton of things that you want to put out there? I have a backlog of observations and ideas on my notes app. I just kind of write them down whenever I see Mm -hmm. them when I'm living in the world. But actually, I find that um, I feel more creative and more inspired when I interact with non-comedians and non-comedic content. And when I'm living in the actual world, like going to the store or hanging out with friends or just living a normal life, because that's where the material comes and not through the content of other creators like me, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm mostly inspired not by comedians, even though obviously I enjoy the work that they do, but more so by living in the real world because that's where my comedy comes from. Interesting because well, what I was going to say a little while ago is imitation is is one of the most flattering things some say. Some people certainly don't like it. <laughs> want to be the target sure. of it. But you, as you say, you sit in that coffee shop and pick up on those everyday things and, and take those, and those are those seeds that grow into something. Um, would you feel, because some people really just live for, I guess, poking fun, but a lot of what you're saying is taking something and making it further, maybe getting it to those absurd moments, but almost because people fascinate you, the curiosities. And really, a lot of time, it's whatever innocent thing they do that you can have some really nice fun with. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Instead of being that thing that some people would say, oh, well, you you know, you're picking a weakness or picking that. You seem to really enjoy um, that part of, 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 of observing and bringing people forward. So with that being said, your upcoming show, a live show this week, is uh, taking place at the Alumni Theatre here in Toronto. Uh, and it starts on the, the August 11th, as we were saying just a little while ago. Tell us a little bit about it and how it'll be presented. Yeah, thanks for asking. So this is uh, a special, my comedy special, Francis. Um, and we follow the story of Francis, our main character, who has uh, been contacted by her ex-boyfriend, Frank, um, and he's asked her to meet her to talk. And so on her way to this meeting with her ex-boyfriend, we encounter a variety of different characters and of different scenarios th- through the city. And you can kind of see these different characters in these different sketches as um, exploded or like stage versions of my <laughs> observations. Um, so I essentially do a sketch show uh, or I I present my observations through sketch and have this sort of uh, narrative of Francis's story over top. Wow. So would we say, again, with your work with TikTok and like you talked about the limiting time that it gives, is it kind of when when we, the way you structured, uh, when you put it together, would we almost say that you could actually split all this up and they'd be a bunch of uh, vignettes on, on TikTok? 
the the things that I do on stage yeah, uh, for Francis, the show. Yeah, yeah, because I know we spent a, quite a bit of time talking about the platform uh, of TikTok. Uh, but yet, totally, you know, the way this show is going to be presented, um, you know, that sketch comedy performance is, is it kind of, I don't want to say, oh, a strung together bunch of, of vignettes, but um, have that kind of feel uh, in that part of your style? Or would we say just totally different for people who've seen you online? Would they come see it, feel the similarity or totally different? Well, they would definitely feel the similarities of my characters and the observations that I have about the world. Um, right. But definitely... Creating a show for the stage is a completely different thing than making a video online. Mm -hmm. And so even though, uh, for example, I did take um, these characters that I created online uh, called The Girl Who Just Got Back From Blank, like Girl Who Just Got Back From Italy or Spain or France, I put them in the show. But I do have to build like a stage-style sketch based on these characters. I still have to do that, obviously, because... No one will be entertained if they come to the theater and see just random TikToks on stage. Um, So, you know, I do have to make a proper show. But yes, the characters, the observations, they're fully me. um, and, And the audience will definitely feel that, too. Which is fascinating because, well, fascinating, of course, incredibly fascinating because those who may only know you from the platform who want to come see you live or who have never or, you know, want to come see a show are going to get that feel, get introduced, and that's that's a great way to do it and incorporate and, and sounds really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all the best, and uh, we're looking forward to it, and I'm sure you are too. Thank you so much for taking the time to come on here, talk a little bit about your style, and um, give us the, the goods on your show. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. I really appreciate it. And by goods, you mean where, how long it runs and where people can get tickets? Yeah, please. (laughs) Okay. Well, opening night, Thursday night, August 11th is sold out, um, unfortunately, for people who want to come. But fortunately for me, I guess. Um, Congratulations. That's awesome. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. We have two shows on Friday the 12th at 8 p.m. and 10 p.m. And then closing night on Saturday at 8 p.m. And people can find tickets on my website at lauraramoso.com slash tour or on my Instagram at lau underscore ramoso. Okay. Amazing. Appreciate it. All the best and break leg. We'll uh, keep posted. Thank you so much for having me. I had, I had a blast. Us too. We were talking with award-winning sketch comedian and popular TikToker, Laura Ramoso, about her new and uh, live comedy special that gets underway on Thursday and sold out. So uh, we'll keep tabs on the next one. Uh, But really interesting hearing about the process that Laura goes through to put her stuff out there. You betcha. Folks, coming up next on our Collections and Hobbies segment... Jeffrey Rainey, avid listener to the network, is here with his collection of cars. We'll talk about them after this. Hello, I'm Sean Priest. Join me monthly for Sean of the Shed, where I introduce you to all the technology that can be so useful to us as blind or partially sighted people. Find Shaun of the Shed wherever you find all your podcasts.